1: Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on TogiNet. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Marla me, actually, just
2: last week. When I was at a coffee house and, uh, and one of the people who works there said, so what do you do for a living? And I thought to myself, okay, here we go. And I said, well, I'm a life coach. And I was taking my second breath to explain what that is. And instead of the standard response that I, I have been getting for years, I got a life coach. How cool is that? I know somebody who's been looking for a life coach and she's not sure about how to find one. And, you know, it hit me. I stopped and I really thought about it. And I thought, you know, in the last year or year and a half or so, people are starting to understand more and more about what life coaching is. And, and the really great news about that is, is now people are going to know where to reach out for help at different times in their life when a life coach could So I thought, you know, I really want to dedicate this show to teaching people about what coaching is and not just life coaching, but coaching in general. We're all familiar with coaching in the athletic form, Um, you know, Michael Jordan actually had five coaches when he was in his prime playing time and only two of those were athletic coaches. And so you know, he had different kinds of life coaching in his life as well. And Tiger Woods, um, Tiger Woods actually started training when he was only a kid in, in positive psychology and something like NLP neurolinguistic uh, programming and such. So um, you know, life coaching and positive psychology approaches and such can really help us in in many different walks of life so let's talk about you know kind of in a nutshell what a life coach does well in my logo under my logo I have explore discover live because I think personally that's what really really sums up what you will do when you coach with me in particular but there are lots of other different kinds of coaches coaches out there and I'm just gonna rattle off a few of what we call niches and uh, many coaches have very very targeted audiences that they work with and that helps in a number of different ways for both the coaches and the audience so to give you some examples um, fitness coaches are out there and they're not necessarily people who do exercise with you one of my friends is an energy coach And she combines physical fitness training with life coaching, which gets her clients just phenomenal results. There are relationship coaches and career coaches and communication coaches and coaches who teach life balance. And there are coaches for all different types of transitional periods in life. Um, For instance, I know a coach who helps women transition out of their full-time career and into retirement. I know another coach who specializes in helping women transition out of being strictly a stay-at-home mom and going back into a career. Uh, So all sorts of transitions. So if you know someone in, in some type of transition, then coaching can be a very, very powerful move for them. There are dating coaches. There are coaches that help people learn how to find someone to date. There are parenting coaches and writing coaches. If you're going to write a, if you wish to write a book or start writing articles, there are blogging coaches. There are coaches for social media, all types of industries. Executive coaches. We have law of attraction coaches, and I can fit in that category as well. Um, spirituality, weight loss, addictions. The list goes on and on. Nowadays, there's a coach for just about everything. So one of the other questions that I get is, you know, Marla, what's the difference? Tell me the difference between coaching and therapy. And one of the better articles that I've seen written on that um, was on psychologytoday.com by um, a psychotherapist uh, named Michael Bader, B-A-D-E-R. And, um, you know, he really stressed that, There isn't, there's, of course, as far as certification and schooling, there's a huge difference, but the client's best interest is always the end goal, and we just get there in slightly different, in in different ways, and a therapist is more likely to work with past issues, and a coach is more likely to work with future issues. Now, that's not to say that coaches don't work with belief systems that are rooted in the past events in your life to help you get past them so that you can become unblocked, because we do a lot of that. Another question is, how is coaching done? Is it in person? It is, you know, How does it happen? Well, you know what? The most recent survey, which was actually just last year, said that a whopping 95% of coaching is done via the telephone. And, and that's how I do most of my coaching, although many coaches, myself included, are also offering Skype, video Skype coaching. And so that's really, really fun, too. And it has its pros and it has its cons. So let's talk a little bit about why coaching is done by the phone. So there are a number of reasons from my perspective. Number one reason really is efficiency. Um, because, you know, it's just now I can see a client on the hour every hour, and it eliminates travel time for, for both parties. Uh, so, so that's the number one reason. But there are other reasons. It certainly eliminates distractions, and when you're not looking at someone in, in their physical presence, you're able to feel more grounded and really focus on the task at hand, and that is so Critical in coaching. I've had sessions where I actually thought they were a partial kind of like, uh, you know, only got 50 percent out of that session when we could have gone for a hundred if we weren't in person, because the client was so distracted by, you know, just trying maybe to be a little more of something they're not, you know, because they're here in front of me in person. So. Um, You can coach anywhere. I have clients all over the world because I can coach by phone and Skype. So it takes those limitations off. And also, I think it's kind of a walk-your-walk, talk-your-talk kind of mentality because it demonstrates um, how to save time and be more efficient in your business. So I want to invite people to call in if you have a coachable goal or question. And the number you can call in is toll-free, 864 4869. I have a whole lot of other things to cover, but I see that we do have a caller on the line. So let's say hello to our caller here, Jill. Hello?
0: Hello? Hi, this is Marla. Hi, Marla. How are you today? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. Who are we talking to? This is Allie. Allie, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Can you hear me okay? I'm at the gym, actually. This is the one time that I can get away and make a phone call. (laughs) Oh, my
2: goodness. Good for you. I hope you still have time to do your workout.
0: Oh, absolutely, of course. This is me time.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no better way to spend me time other than working out and working with a life coach.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, you're so cute. So, Allie, do you have a, a coachable question that you'd like to talk about today?
0: I do, actually. This is more of a personal issue that I was thinking that I that I need to work through. Um, and I'm hoping that I know that you can help me with this. Um, I have uh, always had a really difficult time when my friends move away. Um, I'm not very good at staying in touch with them, and it breaks my heart. And when I have a friend that says to me, oh, we're moving, you know, across the country, I always kind of feel like, well, that's the end of that friendship. And more often than not, I'm the one that's kind of doing the pulling away. It's a very painful experience for me, and it's happened my entire life. And I need to stop it, (laughs) because (laughs) recently I've had two best friends move away in the last year, and I miss them more than anything, and I know that I need to reach out and talk to them, but I have this kind of mental block, and I'd love to kind of work through it.
2: Absolutely. Let's see where we can get with that today. Um, So, Allie, let me ask you something. Um, Were you, was there any time in your life when felt like someone you loved you very much, who loved you very much, and you loved them very much, abandoned you or left you behind?
0: Well, it's funny that you asked this. I had actually been through this uh-huh. <laughs> um, in, in, in therapy. I know you are certainly not a therapist, but I'd actually been through this. And what we've discovered was that every year of my life when I was a child in grade school, whatever friend I became best friends with that year, their family would move away. And I had to go and find – it was just a – it was a coincidental thing that kept happening to me over and over and over again. And by the time I got to my adulthood, it became a very difficult thing for me to to embrace. I haven't been very good at handling it. Okay.
2: So, Allie, we have under a minute to break, so I don't want to start um, really getting into this. But I'm going to give you one more question to ponder. And that is when you think about contacting one of your friends. Um, what kind of sensation or emotion comes over you?
0: Um, I'm I'm fearful that I'm going to get attached again, and then just feel the pain that that, mm-hmm. that is going to come over me when um, it's time to get off the phone and. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, All it, right. It's, 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 so it's I don't not wanna leave that.
2: that pain place, so think of something happy. We're going into break now. When we come back, <laughs> we're gonna help Ellie through this transition of keeping friends long distance in a less painful way. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then be a part of Girlfriend It, the radio show. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central.
0: You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she
1: gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriend It with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. What's your story? Friday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
2: Welcome back. On today's show, we're talking about life coaching and what is life coaching anyway. It's getting much more popular and more and more people are understanding um, how coaching can help them in uh, certain phases and stages of their life and business. And so we have our caller here. We have Allie who called in with a great question. Allie says that when friends move away, uh, she disconnects from them. Because what I'm hearing Allie say, and Allie, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm hearing you say that it's painful to kind of re-go, you know, go through that, that disconnect again after speaking to your friend or seeing your friend. Um, so maybe it seems a little easier to you just to kind of sever the relationship.
0: Well, yes. I mean, I, I think that it's easier. However, the pain mm-hmm. still stays with me. So it's not yep. completely... You know, it doesn't, it, 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 I miss my friends, I definitely miss them, but when I when I think about calling them, it makes me just want to break down and cry, and so I avoid that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so Allie, the wonderful thing about coaching is that there are, are a whole lot of different routes you can take to get to the solution, and um, one of the things that I would probably suggest to you, if we were in a private session, is to do some EFT tapping, some emotional freedom techniques around the other separations that you've experienced in your life, and that would give you more security in your belief that you can maintain these relationships long distance without experiencing this pain. But I know you're in a public place. You said you were at a gym, and
0: that's EFT... okay. I'm actually, I found a, a, a private little corner in Ooh. the the locker room. So, um, we can, if we want to do EFT, that's up to you. But I can do it.
2: Okay. Okay. So the other option, and I'm going to let you choose, is that we kind of just talk about setting up a plan that you can take small, baby-sized steps um, to reinitiate these friendships. So, which way would you like to go for today?
0: <laughs> well, um, I, well, actually, I don't know. I really, I, I like the EFT. That's been um, a very successful method for me in the past.
2: Hey! all right, then let's do some EFT, and for anyone listening out there that isn't familiar with EFT, um, I know that Allie has done EFT before, and um, this is, uh, we call it emotional freedom techniques, and it's like acupuncture for the emotions without the needles, and so you'll get a little demonstration of how EFT can work here with Allie, and thanks for that, Allie. So, okay, Alec, do you remember, and I don't want you to go through it in your mind, um, really at a deeper level, but do you remember a time when you had someone leave that was most painful? And if you can remember one time, just give it a name like you would a movie. Okay. And do
0: you what want me name to tell would,
2: you the name now? Yeah, what name would you call it? Okay, Molly. Molly. And if you were to think about Molly and, and that particular event, that one small event, right now, I don't want you to do it, but if you were, what is the emotion you would feel? Uh,
0: I'm, already, I'm already getting
2: emotional. Okay, so let's just do some tapping then and, and go ahead to that setup point, which is that karate chop point, point. and even though this Molly memory makes me sad.
0: Even though this Molly memory makes me sad.
2: I deeply and completely love and accept myself.
0: I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though this Molly memory
2: brings back such sadness,
0: even though this Molly memory brings back such sadness, I deeply and completely
2: love and accept myself.
0: I deeply and completely love and accept myself.
2: Even though I feel so sad right now in this moment,
0: even though I feel so sad right now in this moment, I deeply and
2: completely love and accept myself.
0: I deeply and completely love and accept myself.
2: Ellie, tap on the very crown of your head. This Molly sadness. This
0: Molly sadness.
2: In the center of your forehead. I feel horribly sad when I think about this.
0: I feel horribly sad when I think about this. And that inside eyebrow point you're tapping,
2: even though it was a long time ago.
0: Even though it was a long time ago. And the
2: outside eye, I feel such sadness.
0: I feel such sadness.
2: Under the eye. And I've carried it with me all these years.
0: And I've carried it with me under, for all uh, of these years. Under the nose.
2: Maybe it's time that I let the sadness go.
0: Maybe it's time that I let the sadness go.
2: And under the mouth. And remember the joy of that relationship with Molly.
0: And remember the joy of that
2: relationship with Molly. And the collarbone. Relationships don't always have to end. Relationships don't always have to end. Center of the chest. Many of these endings were my choice.
0: Many of these endings were my choice.
2: And under the arm, and I can make a different choice now.
0: And I can make a different choice now. Top
2: of the head, I can make a healthier, happier choice now.
0: I can make a healthier, happier choice now. Center of the forehead, this remaining Molly sadness. This remaining Molly sadness.
2: Inside eyebrow, it's time to let it go now.
0: It's time to let it go now.
2: Outside eyebrow. I can renew this friendship and many
0: others. I can renew this friendship and many others. Under the eye.
2: And that's an empowering choice.
0: And that's an empowering choice.
2: Under the nose. I choose this empowerment.
0: I choose this empowerment. And under the mouth.
2: I'm letting go of any remaining sadness. I'm letting go of any
0: remaining sadness. in the
2: center of the chest, and I choose empowerment.
0: And I choose empowerment. Well, Allie, you sure are sounding better. <laughs> I'm not only um, excited to give Molly a call, I can't wait to tell her what has brought me to give her a call. <laughs> oh, I love it. You are so special,
2: girl. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, you know, I would tell our listeners that there are probably other stories that Allie could work on, but for the sake of time we're just doing this one today and wow, what a difference.
0: This is amazing. I, love, I absolutely love this technique. And you know, now that I know it, I, I want to just keep applying it to different areas of my life. So anything that pops up, I, I, I feel the need to call you, Marla, and help me tap it out. And it's been amazing.
2: Awesome. Well, thanks, Allie. I hope you have a great workout. I sure do appreciate your
0: call. Thank you so much, Marla. You're amazing. <laughs> thanks. Bye-bye, Allie. Bye-bye. <laughs>
2: And I see we have another caller on the line, and this is Donna. Hello, Donna.
3: Hi, how are you, Marla?
2: I'm good. How are you today?
3: I'm doing all right. I'm enjoying your show, so thank you very much.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to call in. I really appreciate it. What can I help you with today?
3: Well, you know, I love that your uh, tagline is Explore, Discover, and and Live. I'm basically stuck at Smile and Nod, Tread, and uh, Survive, so I'm looking to, you know, Get beyond being stuck, you know, take the plunge, move from being stagnant and distracted and, you know, in that fear mode of I have to have a job, I have to make this money, I can't follow my passion and joy because I have to have an income with insurance. And so I'm just looking to how do I kind of get beyond there and also to work on, you know, my joy is broken. I don't know how else to put it, but I've, I've really lost that zest because I've let myself get into that place of, I have to do this, I can't, I can't not do this because of fear or whatever, and you end up with this kind of broken joy. So I'm kind of struggling, kind of mostly career, matter of fact, almost all career. Um, other avenues in my life are fabulous. So I need to focus on that career and, and kind of moving on and not being so stagnant and distracted.
2: Well, Donna, first of all, let me congratulate you you on on how in tune you are with yourself and how beautifully you can articulate this stuckness that you're feeling because you did such a good job of really isolating what you're feeling and um, you know a lot of times from a coach's perspective we have to start way 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 back before where you are today to even find out that you have this joy that's broken and so wow you've done a lot of good work and i just want to Say
3: you go. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I had a lot of time to think about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So tell me, yeah, I can totally understand where you're at. Tell me about a little bit about. Are you working now?
3: Yes, I. um, I'm in management, um, upper level, upper level management.
2: Okay. And Donna, if if you had a choice and all the support necessary to do it right. Um, what choice would you make? How, how would you be spending your career or your life?
3: <laughs> I would um, basically be focusing on the fine arts. You know, I'm, I love to write. I, um, my degree is in the fine arts. I, I absolutely love making art. Um, it's probably one of the things I'm the best at. But when you become that, listen, there's the but, um, <laughs> that <laughs> you, I know, I hate it. You get to that oh, my gosh, how do you make a living being a fabulous writer-artist when there's bills to pay and insurance to be had? And so that's where I would, I would love to be okay. in, the, in the fine arts. Okay, beautiful. So first let
2: me tell you that I know a number of people who are making a wonderful living um, in, in being an artist and a writer or a writer. So the possibility is always out there. And um, one of the things that I would suggest to you, Donna, is that you begin to explore that a little more and look for people who are truly successful in that realm. You know what? Let me ask you this: What kind of writing do you enjoy doing?
3: Um, uh, it's a very humorous, lighthearted, just really fun. I do have a blog, um, but <laughs> I got to tell you, ya, it's, I think my mother is the only reader, to be honest. I mean, my mother oh. and a couple friends. So, well, share
2: it now. But, you know, Where just, will we find your blog?
3: Oh. Uh, i'll tell you later else. <laughs> 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 oh yeah it's, oh. it's basically day-to-day observations you know kind of quirky humorous things from um uh, my kind of skewed you know vision of the world
2: oh that sounds like fun and i, I seriously would like you to consider um uh, putting that out there so we're going to go into a break in just a minute donna so um while we're in break, if, do you have a minute to stick around? Yes. Yes, okay. of course. Thank you. I'd like you to think about how it feels to explore um, other people who are finding success and doing something that you would like to do. And we're going to go into break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about that.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. It's time. Time for some R&R. Sure, rest and relaxation is good, but reinvention and re-energizing is even better. Time for some R&R with Rachel Wright. Happens Tuesdays at noon, 11 a.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network. You see, when life throws you a curveball, such as divorce, the arrival of twins, the loss of a job, or you just seem to be stuck in a rut of your everyday routine, RNR offers you the escape you're seeking. Rachel will introduce you to friends who have been there and done that, and chose to reinvent their lives. They will share stories on how they have successfully coped with mind-bending situations. And instead of being a victim of circumstances, they have decided to sit in the driver's seat and take control of the course their life will take. And most importantly, they're enjoying the ride. Check out Rachel's books and her website at themotherofreinvention.com. Plus her page on Facebook, Time for some R&R. It's time for reinvention and re-energizing. Time for some R&R with Rachel Wright. Tuesdays at noon, 11 a.m. Central. Part of the Her Insight Network on toginet.com. Let's chat it up with Bloom Talk with Barb Scala on Toginet. Thursday afternoons at 3 Eastern, 2 Central. And find out how women are growing, blossoming, and blooming in their friendships and careers, health, and so much more. It's Bloom Talk with Barb Scala. Check out our website, bloomwithbarb.com. Whether you want to transplant your life or just do a little pruning, Bloom Talk will inspire you to cultivate the lifestyle you want to live. Join lifestyle coach and co-author of Sanity Savers, Barb Scala, each week on Bloom Talk and sprout your dreams. Grow your life.
0: I hear a lot from women. I want meaning in my life. I want a fulfilling life. I want to do something that's exciting. And I can control my life instead of my life controlling me, I can tell the world this is who I am and and this is what I'm all about.
1: Barb will introduce you to dynamic guests and real women who are redesigning, building and reinventing their own lives and bloomstorm how you can dream create and grow the lifestyle you want to live it's bloom talk with barb scala thursday afternoons at 3 eastern 2 central on toginet.com welcome back to the million dollar mindset if you're ready for a big change in your work your career your happiness your life it all starts with attitude and marla is here to help it's the million dollar mindset part of the her inside network on toginet.com And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka.
2: And we're here on our Open Coaching Day talking about what is life coaching anyway. And we have Donna on the line, and Donna is an artist and a writer, and Donna says her joy is broken, which I just, you know, those sound like such sad words, but I love those words because, Donna, you're so in tune with what is going on for you, and I think that's fabulous. Um, So going into break, uh, we talked about you exploring other people who are successful in doing what they love and making money doing it. How does that thought feel to you, Donna?
3: Oh, I I love the idea. I do know one particular person who does... um, make her career and and her life and her love out of making art. So I do know somebody who would, you know, kind of qualify in that venue.
2: Okay. And when I say to you that you could do this too, how does that feel to you?
3: Uh, It makes me sweat. I mean, Uh (laughs) it makes me really nervous. It really does. I'm laughing. I'm sitting here on the phone and I'm thinking, okay, my palms are sweating. This is kind (gasps) of crazy. But it does. It makes me (laughs) to the point that I get nervous enough that... My palms are sweating.. Okay. So. so
2: that's a really good thing because coaching is about pushing you outside of your comfort zone because that's the first step to taking action. And uh, so thank you for for sharing that. Uh, and it is strange, but it's the first step to action. So Donna, here's what I would suggest for you and let's see how open you are to this. First of all, let me tell you one thing to think about is this. I've worked with a lot of artists and writers. And um, and really, coaches are much the same way. Your work is—it's it, such a representative. It's such a representation of you, of who you are. Is that
3: right? That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. so. Yeah.
2: So it's a very very personal piece of you,
3: right? Correct. Very personal. Okay.
2: So what sure. happens when you put that piece of yourself out there for others to see?
3: Um. You know, it, it, it's both-sided. I, I really, you know, appreciate the opportunity, and, and I really enjoy it. And the other part is it is very scary to let people into where you are. So it, you know, has both sides to that.
2: And what's the scary side,
3: uh, Somebody. Well, somebody might actually get to see the real me, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have to let your guard down to be successful in that venue, as far as I'm concerned. And, and that, that is, uh, you know, that's overwhelming in some ways.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is overwhelming. So um, some, some thought process, some journaling about that is going to do you some good. Look at all of the risks. Make a list. Make a cost-benefit cost, um, risk, uh, cost uh, benefit analysis and okay. look at all those risks. And we need to start working with embracing the risks and being able to love them, embrace them, and let them go as they occur. Because you will suffer rejection uh, when you put your stuff out there, because let's face it, not everybody's going to love it, right?
3: Sure, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah, and so working with those risks um, and and learning to embrace them is going to be very powerful work for you, I believe. Um, the other thing is to see that there are people out there who are doing this successfully and really thinking about why you can't be one of them and what your limiting beliefs around that are, okay? okay. I know that you mentioned insurance earlier. Don't yes. let that, yeah, don't let that stop you. Um because there are affordable insurance plans out there now. Okay. Okay. So if you don't have and I'm not going to ask you this on air, but I would talk about this in a session, if you don't have a serious pre-existing uh condition, you can get insurance that is I mean, hello, I have Blue Cross Blue Shield for $200 a month. You okay. know. Yeah. So we're not going to let that stand in your way.
3: Okay. Okay. So some of it's just, you know, educating yourself or myself as I, as I embrace those risks.
2: Right. Absolutely. Okay. Embrace the risks. Understand that you can, um, you know, take these on, that you are strong enough and that it doesn't, you know, separating the rejection of you as a person and, and your artwork as simple taste differences. And sure. doing some work around separating that is going to be important for you. The other thing, Donna, one last, one last point I'd love to talk to you about is how are you satisfying this value in yourself, this value of being an artist, a, a creator,
3: um, outside of your current workplace? Well, my work doesn't have any um, of that involved mm-hmm. in it. So um, that is one of the reasons I, I started writing the blog. One, because I absolutely love to write. Yeah. Um, so that's how I've been doing it. I really haven't been making... Um, art for whatever reason, and I I really need to get back to that, and just hearing these kind of things and and thinking about them, you know, really helps me to say, gosh, I need to to take that action, not just sit around and think, gosh, I can't do this, but to to really take that action.
0: Yay! That's Yeah, I know. How
3: about it, huh?
2: (laughs) And so, Donna, you know, I would think about not just doing art, and I know that's a huge piece of who you are, but, you know, can you teach a class? can you do a kids class even? Can you um, sign up for, for a couple of the fall or next summer art festivals and make a goal of having enough pieces to, to to do that festival? You know, think about how you can really begin to immerse yourself outside of your job, your working hours, so that you can begin to live this part of yourself and make it more real.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, gosh, this exciting i gotta tell you
2: <laughs> this is great <laughs> oh well donna i'd love to chat with you again sometime so um feel free to contact me through my website marla and okay. uh we can chat again but thank you for calling today i'm so glad it was helpful
3: oh thank you i really appreciate your time and your coaching and your show so thank you oh, thank you donna bye-bye bye-bye
2: And we have another caller on the line. I'm
0: so excited. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Marla. How are you today? I'm great. I'm having a great day, actually. Are you? (laughs) Oh, good. Good. A productive day then, huh? Yes, yes. I just had a meeting with my team, and I'm very um, energized by them, as I always am. And uh, I felt like we got a lot accomplished today, so I'm feeling good.
2: Oh, that's fabulous! Well, thanks for calling into the show. What can we help you with today?
0: Well, speaking of my team, um, we're actually thinking about expanding. we um, I'm thinking about hiring another kind of employee um, to sort of be an executive assistant, okay. and to kind of wrangle myself and my business partner um, to um, I don't know allow us to keep up with all of our tasks. Things are starting to get away from us, and I have someone lined up right now. I have an interview. I'm going to interview her this week. I have basically two questions. First is, what kind of questions um, should I be asking this potential employee? And second, should I be hiring a person? Is there software I could be using instead?
2: Oh, great questions, Michelle. Wow. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so we're talking about an executive assistant. Let me ask you this. Are you talking about a virtual assistant or somebody who will be with you in person?
0: Someone that would be with us in person but would probably function like a virtual assistant. Okay, so a little bit of that We wouldn't really be seeing her in person as much as communicating via the, the telephone and Internet and email and stuff.
2: Okay, so Michelle, the first thing I would do is I would track your tasks. I would take a look at what you and your business partner do on a daily basis for about three days, okay? And you can simply do that by making a list and and separating that list into categories. So, you know, keep a notepad by your side. And then when you spend 20 minutes making phone calls, write 20 minutes phone calls. When you're returning emails, write, you know, half-hour emails when you're... You know, the different kinds of things that you're addressing is going to be important. Mm -hmm. You know, how much prospecting, how much letter writing, how much this and the other thing. And then take a look at how much of that this assistant can actually do and the types of resources that she'll be using to do it. Okay, so you asked about software. One thing that comes in mind for me um, is some sort of uh, client management software Um, or a um, a follow-up kind of tool. And you can find these things online, like a task manager tool. Also, Outlook can be very powerful.
0: Smaller. We were thinking about Outlook in terms of, you know, I hate to cut you off, but...
1: um, Oh, no.
0: uh, Maybe even software that we can tell this executive assistant to use. Right, right. I just have no clue.
2: Yeah, so not knowing the name of your, or the type, you know, the the types of tasks that she'll be doing and the kinds of things she'll be doing, I couldn't give you the name of software, but what I can tell you mm -hmm, is that there are tons of freeware on, you know, shareware freeware kinds of things online that you can look for. And one of the tasks you can have this assistant do is to find the right one after you've isolated what exactly she's going to be doing for you. Right. So... If it's client management, you're going to look for client management systems. Um, if it's uh, sales systems, you could look at, like, um, I think there's one called Salesforce. That one might cost some money. But there are all different kinds of follow-up and tickler systems for following up with prospects. Okay? And all you have to do is Google the, these. And, right. um, you know she'll be able to find a lot of free ones out there that you can share that are web-based that you can share.
0: And I'm looking for Taskmaster software. that um, will, will task, be management, task management software. Okay. 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 And do and, and you think definitely a person over just a better sort of calendar software that my business partner and I can share?
2: Well, if your only issue is... is um, letting follow through, drop through the cracks, then I would suggest that you find a software system to help you with that first and try it for about a month and see how it goes. If you have errands and letter writing and um, follow-up phone calls and even maybe some some cold calling and things like that that you're doing, then I would say, well, it's probably time to look at a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants are also great um, if they have this skill or updating websites and such, too. Right, right.
0: Yeah, so the answer really begins with that step one, which is figure out what it is that you need to get done.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Keep that notepad close close by. Yeah, so you're going to track your tasks first, and then um, you also asked about the um, type of questions to ask this assistant. And again, it's going to depend. We're going to go into a break in just a minute. Do you have time to stick around through the break or no? Um, I don't no. think so. No, no, <laughs> I don't want to hold you. Um, it depends. The questions that you're going to ask her are going to be dependent upon your needs. So you want to make sure that she has the ability to do the technical things that you want done. And if you want her to do be, be doing prospecting calls, you also want to be able to kind of touch base with her behavior and make sure that she has that. So thank you, bye-bye. Michelle, for calling in. Thank you for this wonderful advice. Okay, bye-bye.
1: Hey, you living the dream like Nina and Cindy? Sweet jeans shocked by the Chuck E. Cheese calamities, diaper dilemmas, and major mom minivan mishaps, then get ready to share it with Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central on TogiNet. And as Nina and Cindy say, if you're thinking it, we're saying it. It's your chance to discuss, share, and learn from two moms who have been there, done that, and got the t-shirts. Check out their website, ltdchix.com Living the Dream Moms is all about all things moms have to deal with daily. Nina and Cindy are two ordinary frazzled moms who admit when they need help and do their best to research and discuss topics that are not always talked about. Living the Dream Moms are just two real women who are discussing the trials and tribulations and triumphs of everyday mom lives. You are not alone. It's Living the Dream Moms with Nina Fry and Cindy Schmitzer. Thursday mornings at 10 Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset, part of the Her Insight Network on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
2: Well, I want to thank everybody for participating and calling in today. Three callers, that was just so much fun. And uh, so we're going to finish up the show by recapping what coaching is about and the different styles of coaching. And I have some interesting survey results here that I wanted to go over as well. So um, you definitely just witnessed three distinctively different styles of coaching. Um, Coaches have different tools in their tool belt. And and one of the many that I carry is EFT, uh, the emotional freedom techniques that we use with Allie at the top of the show. And uh, I don't use that with everyone. In fact, a number of my clients don't even know that I do EFT or what EFT is. So uh, it depends on how stuck the person is and how much pain it's causing them and whether or not we have other tools that can move them through that or and efficiencies and such. So coaches have all different kinds of tools, um, meditation, NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I mean, I could just go on and on. And on. So it's important. When you're looking for your coach, um, to discuss first with that person what kinds of things you think you'd like to address in coaching and and, uh, what the the really stumbling blocks are for you to make sure that the coach has some tools in his or her toolkit to address those stumbling blocks. Um, So in coaching, you know, the coach has the skills and the education and the experience and the insight to ask just the right questions to really open your mind and help you to gain, create, and gain clarity around your options, your opportunities, the things that you're not seeing. Take a look at that far bigger picture than you might be seeing. Another part of it is giving yourself permission. You know, a coach helps you to do that, and it may sound kind of funny to some of you, you know, give myself permission, but yeah, a lot of times people don't give themselves permission to change or to succeed or to fail or whatever it is they really need to do next. And uh, and so they, they get in their own way. That's a wonderful way to create a huge block for yourself. A coach will support you through change and be there for you, and most importantly, I think this is just one of the most important things about coaching, is a coach will celebrate you with you. So, many, many people, and especially people who are already quite successful and don't know it. (laughs) I know that sounds strange, but a lot of people are very successful and they just don't realize how much they've done. these people need to learn to celebrate every single win and and to see the win inside of what they otherwise might perceive as losses so that's a really important aspect of coaching so kind of in a in a summary here your life coach is going to help you discover what's really most important to you in your life um, sort of like the work that we did with Donna, you know, to recapture that passion and help her to see that, you know what, shes this is a strong value for her and she's not living in integrity with that value because she's not doing her art and that's thats who she is as such a of herself, a wonderful, wonderful piece, and that needs to be explored and celebrated and put out there for others to share. Because when you keep things like that under your belt, you know it's kind of um, oh, this is going to be a strong way to put it, but it's a little selfish because we want to see what you got, you know. So put it out there. So coaches will help you discover what's important to you and what your values are and how to be in integrity with those values. You can live a and happy life and a coach will help you design a plan um, create a way of getting there And, and so that's really important too and then a coach will also help you eliminate the obstacles and I'll tell you what the greatest obstacle in my experience is always you the client, the individual who wishes to achieve we are our own greatest obstacles really a hundred percent of the time um, if we don't fall victim and, and when we fall into a victim mentality then we create obstacles and th- there isn't a whole lot that can't be changed so think about that a coach will partner with you all the way to your success so a coach will, will be there at your side to help you explore new ideas even if they're just little things like we we're talking about with Michelle today um just you know the idea of bringing on an assistant. Well, I'll tell you what in a small business, that is such an amazing, empowering, wonderful step to take and it can be a little scary. okay So a coach is there to support and give feedback and you know again, there are different coaching styles. I can be a very directive, In other words, if I know an answer, I'm not going to make my client work for it. I'm going to let them know what I know and empower them to make a choice. So um, you heard that little bit of a, a distinction there between just asking the questions and giving the answers. Some people say coaches don't give answers. Well, I disagree. I think the way that coaching is evolving now, coaches are becoming experts in their field, and experts do provide solutions. Now, we are not consultants. We're not going to come in and fix it all for you, but we're going to provide you options for your solutions, Okay. So this is some fun stuff. I've got some statistics here on on some coaching that uh, were taken from a survey just last year. And um, it's interesting because, you know, of course we know, we still are aware of the fact that most of the people who come into coaching, probably about 70% are women. Women at this point in time are much more open to coaching. However, there was a Sherpa survey done not too long ago that told us that um, men, if if they were ready for a change, that men would be 75% more likely to choose a life coach over going into therapy, and that they, they, they would embrace that idea. So I thought that was really exciting. Um, but the people come into... Coaching 67% of the time to create a higher level of awareness of themselves. And so they really want that life coaching skill in place to get to know what's really important to them and how they can put that in play in their life. And uh, 62% come in for smarter goal setting work so that they can really work at achieving those goals. 60% also come in for a more life balance and to understand how they can achieve that and obviously these are combined um, types of things uh, coachable goals we call them that people are coming into coaching with Um, a whopping fifty seven percent are experiencing lower stress levels when they come in To coaching. So uh, they're definitely feeling 57% of these people are feeling like it's really addressing their stress. So that's fabulous. And uh, what are some of the more? Oh, 52% are saying that they're leaving coaching with an enhanced um, self confidence level. 52%. That to me, that's like, that's huge. And 43.3% 43.3% are saying that they have an improvement in quality of life as they're going through their coaching. Enhanced communication skills, 39% learning to communicate so that you get what you want is kind of how I put that. Um, and uh, 39% feel that they definitely gain that through coaching and 35% are saying that Project completion, that they really, really um, felt like they were completing more. This one is a really important one, health and fitness improvement. 34% said that they saw an improvement in their health and fitness. And, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Um, 26% saw uh, improved ink they saw they earned more money now for me because I coach female entrepreneurs who have businesses I think that number is a lot like fact, I know for fact that number is a lot higher most of my clients achieve um, a greater income when they come into coaching with me because they're learning how to get out of their own way and how to create um, an environment that's going to support their goals And 23% said they had more free time as a result of their experience in coaching. So, And as I said, the list goes on and on, but I think that these are some really, really important statistics to think about. And um, what was the one here? This one I thought was great. 98.5% of coaching clients said that their investment in a coach was very well worth the money. So, yeah, think about that. If you could come out with a higher level of self-awareness, smarter goal setting, a more balanced life, health and fitness, you know, more money, uh, stopping a bad habit, uh, increasing uh, profitability of your business and all these other things, then, yeah, I would say that it's worth your money. So choosing a coach, where can you go to choose a coach? We're going to wind up with with these thoughts. And thank you so much for being here today. This has just been a really fun show for me. Um, how can you choose a coach? Well, you can certainly do a search online for the type of coach you think you might be looking for. But the problem is a lot of people don't know um, what type of coaching they're looking for. Um, you could also go to organizations like what I'm involved with, and that is called the Coach Connection. And the Coach Connection is, is at findyourcoach.com. You can do an internet search on life coaches or business coaches or whatever and find coaches. And most many coaches will do a complimentary brief maybe 20 to 30 minute session with you so that you can see um, whether or not it's it's a fit for you. There are also governing organizations. Now it's important to know that not all coaches are certified and um, I am certified in many things, but I, for instance, have been coaching full-time for almost seven years, and I'm not certified um, in, by the International Association of Coaching. Um, and I do just fine. My clients are very happy. But if you really want a coach who is, you can go to the International Association of Coaching, the IAC, and look there. Um, so there are a lot of resources to find great coaches. And if you have any questions, you can always come to me. And my email address is Marla at MarlaTabaca.com. That's T-A-B as in boy, A-K-A dot com. And ask me any coaching questions that you have, and I'd be happy to direct you in a wonderful direction and uh, congratulate you on your choice to, to look for a life coach. I have a coach, successful people have coaches, and you won't regret it. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on the Her Insight Network on TogiNet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get